Coming to you live from the most powerful city in the world. Welcome to the Sideline Junkies. Sponsored by Anchor FM. Take it away, fellas. Welcome to a special edition of the Sideline Junkies. Not our normal Tuesday night flight, but hey, it's Wednesday, so let's call it the Tuesday night flight anyway. Got the great one. The mighty, mighty D.R. Delante rolling with me. What up? What up? And of course, you got me, the big guy, KG. How you feeling, brother? Man, feeling pretty good, man. Pretty good. You know, hump day, middle of, you know, work week. You know, how about you? Oh, man. You know, once we get over this hump, it's a four-day weekend for some of us, three-day for others. Because we got a new day coming up. Yeah, man. So... Wayne, <laughs> let's talk about these Golden State Warriors real quick. On their yeah. way to their fifth NBA Finals in a row. Oh, um, first, let me uh, say congrats to them. Um, that's 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 huge, man. This this is they're definitely, uh, you know, within their dynasty period. You know, they'll likely three peak. Because I don't see Toronto nor Milwaukee beating them in a the, uh, seven-game series. Um, I might give to I might give Toronto and Milwaukee maybe two games, but uh, yes, that's about it. Um, it's really something that they they swept Portland without KD. Mm. Um, so you know that that it says a lot. It's kind of like. You know, we need you, but we don't need you. Now, that's a good segue into the next topic. Are the Warriors stronger without KD? I I think well, from like I watched I watched games I watched game three and game four. I think the uh, the chemistry might flow better because you know. KD, he he's a ball dominant, a ball player, uh, as is uh, Steph Curry, and you know Clay Thompson. He has to get a certain amount of, of shots up per per night game as well. And then Draymond is Draymond, and then even though he's hurt, you can't forget about Boogie Cousins. Um, yeah, I I I think they're stronger without KD. Um, yeah, like games three and four was close. They had they came back, but man, they I was like, wow, like no, they, I don't they don't need them now. To be quite honest, uh, apparently KD was asked, would the Warriors win the NBA championship without him, and allegedly, reportedly. His answer was hell no, and I had to laugh at that. I mean, granted, Katie is the best in the game right now. I'll call him that. I will give him that. He's the best in the game right now. Oh yeah, agreed. But dude, in 2015, this team won a championship without you. Oh, everybody said, "Well, well, no, no, the Cavaliers was hurt. I don't care. They still won a championship. They went 73 and nine without you." Yeah. Now, he's been there since, what, 2017? So this would be his third championship, too? Mm-hmm. 
uh, um, dude, this will be Steph's fourth championship. So come off it, man. Yeah, they they really don't need you as long as they got a healthy Steph Curry, a healthy Klay Thompson, um, even Draymond. And the, the 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 father on the street was Draymond calling himself the best defender in NBA history. Whoa! <laughs> and Ooh. immediately I hit the roof. Oh yeah. And we I had a long discussion with the professor Lucky, my man Jew. And now I'm getting ready to have that same discussion with you. I mean, jump off topic a little bit, but I, this needs to be discussed. The first thing I thought about was how can you call yourself the greatest NBA defender in the history of the game? Now, granted, you're good at what you do. Draymond is good at what he does. He's good at rebounding. He's a, he can run, he's a floor general at the power forward spot. You don't find that very often. That is great. But, dude, when you're talking about great defenders, you're not dare I say, a Michael Jordan, uh, a younger LeBron James. You're not a Dennis Rodman. You're not a Scottie Pippen. You're not even a older Ron Harper. You're not a, a, a focused Kobe Bryant. You're not Joe Dumars. You know? You're not Rick Mahorn. Dude, I could go on and on. You're not Bill Russell. Right. And those are some of the greatest defensive players the game has ever seen. You're not a Dennis Johnson. So don't, I mean, I I felt like a slap in the face of somebody that is a self-proclaimed basketball historian. (laughs) I felt like a slap in the face, man, that he would say something like that. I mean, I granted you, you keyed up off of the win and y'all came back four straight games after being Mm -hmm. down and Mm -hmm. won. Okay. You got your triple double fine. You good at what you do. Don't ever say that again, please. No. Nah, definitely not the best defender ever. Whew. The weed must be real good over there in San Francisco, <laughs> Oakland. Man. Yeah, man. Forget being gas. It gotta be something else. It gotta be that new strand, man. Yeah, that- something. That ain't even loud. That that's something else. I mean, it might be a loud gas mix or something. It might be loud gas. I don't know. Uh-huh. And we got we, we had to get out a name and just market that. I mean, that might be the blue magic of weed that he's smoking. But let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Before and we're gonna stay on the Warriors for one more one more minute. Steve Kerr. When you look at him and you're looking at everything that Steve Kerr has brought to the table, all right? Would you consider him one of the greatest coaches of all times? I mean, he he he's on the verge of winning his fourth NBA championship as a head coach. Mm, I'm about to go with uh, – I'm about to go with nah. Because, again, and I think we, we – Spoke on this before. Mark Jackson built this team. Yeah, this, this is this is in, in essence Mark Jackson's team. So, no, I mean, I, you know, he not to take anything away from from Steve Kerr from you know his accomplishments, but nah, nah, this this is really this is a team that Mark Jackson put together. I agree wholeheartedly, and I will say this. 
looking at Steve Kerr's resume as a player and as a coach, as of right now, he has eight championships. Mm-hmm. And if you want to put it all together and flesh it out, he has more championships combined than Pat. Well, no, hold on. Let me let me make sure before I say that because uh, Pat Riley has seven, but no, Pat Riley won one as a yeah, he won one as a player. So Pat Riley has. Ooh, Pat Riley got way more than that. He has three. As, they count three as an executive. They count him 2006 as an executive and a head coach. Okay. Mm-hmm. He has one as an assistant coach in 1980. So that's, what's that? Six, seven, eight, and one as a player. Okay, he has nine. Okay, Steve Kerr would tie Pat Riley because I forgot Pat Riley had one as a player right. with, the, with the Lakers. Okay. So he would tie Pat Riley with a win. But he will wind up passing Pat, Pat Riley next season because I mean we're talking dynasty. All they're gonna do is reload and come right back at you again. Oh yes. Oh man, I I just I, I I can't put him in the conversation with the greats. Yeah, nah. But he knocking on the door, and I I mean. He he he's knocking pretty hard with it. pretty soon if he keeps on this path, somebody's gonna have to open it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, true, but right now at this moment, I cannot call him one of the best ever because you know, he is still remnants of a Mark Jackson constructed team. I'll give you that. I will give you that because uh Steph, Clay, though those were the the picks of uh Chris Mullen. Mm-hmm. And then they learned how to play defense with Mark Jackson. And I think, you know, to be quite honest, Chris Mullen should get a little bit of uh credit for this too. Right. So him him and Mark Jackson should should get a lot a lot of credit for their success. Oh yeah, definitely. Moving on to the east side. Let me take you to the east side of the NBA. <sighs> My prophecy was halfway there. I said Bucks and five. And they would face the Warriors. I said it back in February. Bucks go up 2-0. Now the series is tied 2-2. Last night, the Bucks dropped uh the game to the Raptors. 120 to 102. Uh, Kawhi, 19 and 7. 19.7 rebounds. Mark Gasol, 17 points, 5 rebounds. Kyle Lowry, 25 and 5. Norman Powell, 18 and 5. Fred Van Fleet, 13 and 1. Serge Ibaka, 17 and 13. You cannot win with guys scoring on you like this. Need the bench. Everybody did their job. Giannis, twenty-five and ten. Mirtit, eleven and one. You got thirty from Chris Middleton, thirty and six from Chris Middleton, and you lose. Mm -hmm. But Brooke Lopez only gave you eight. Yeah, they need you know more production. Exactly. But you know what's missing? 
out of everybody that logged minutes last night, outside of Giannis, nobody has over six rebounds. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Yep. You got out-rebounded badly. Uh, they shot miserably from three-point range. I mean, both teams did. The Bucs were 11 to 35 from the three. Mm-hmm. And the Raptors were 14 to 41. Too much three-ball jacking. Yeah. Um, I kind of blame or it's easy. No, I'm not going to blame Golden State. I mean, it's because, you know, they, they did kind of start this whole three. Now, before you were so rudely interrupted, uh, you said you blame Golden State? Well, for, for this whole three-point, you know, shooting culture. And and I think it's starting to kind of, like, spread around the league as well. But, you know, with the, you know, the league, you know, players outside of Golden State have to realize is they have the shooters to – you know, shoot as many three pointers, and you know, not them. And it's, it was evident in that game last night. Five three point shots jacked up. Exactly. And the thing is, except for at the free throw line, uh, the Bucks were seventeen to twenty six. Toronto was twenty four twenty seven mm-hmm. on the free throw line, but everywhere else, the game was even. Uh, Toronto had 44 rebounds, 10 offensive to the Bucks 40 with seven offensive, uh, 32 assists for the Raptors, 30 assists for the Bucks, seven blocks for the Bucks, five for the Raptors, eight steals for the Bucks, nine for the Raptors, 11 turnovers for the Raptors, 12 turnovers for the Bucks, 40 points in the paint for both, 23 fouls for the Raptors, 22 fouls. For the Bucks, this game was pretty much even, but just Ibaka was just on fire, man. He couldn't miss last night. Yeah, yep. He was an X factor. You don't expect him to score. You expect him to score off of offensive rebounds and putbacks and things like that. Mm-hmm. But he was spotting up, and they kept giving him that daggone jump. And I was like, no, 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 no. Once he hit it the first time, I said, okay, get a little closer. Right. He hit it the second time. I said, you know what? Put a hand in his face. They didn't do it. Yeah, you're right. Joni, what's happening, brother? What's the deal, fellas? What's good, Joni? Not much. Just talking about last night's game and just doing a recap of uh the Raptors blowing out the Bucks basically, uh 120 to 102 to even a series at two apiece. And we, we were just talking about how uh Serge Ibaka is exactly what Delonte called him the X Factor last night. Joan? I'm here. Okay. Just want to make sure we ain't losing. But, you know, we just just going over. And then let me ask both of y'all a question. Everybody's getting on Giannis about this whole free throw. He airballed two free throws the last two games. And everybody's giving him the blues. Talking about, oh, this is who y'all want to be MVP. But he earned MVP honors in a regular in a regular season. I mean, if he makes if he wins the MVP, I think it's well deserved. But what is going on from the line? Yeah, that, that's a that's a major Achilles heel in his game. Um he need to work on the free throws this summer. 
Because it's, it's going, it's the game gonna be close. He's gonna miss some free throws. It's gonna cause his team a win. I don't understand that for real, man. I just feel like as a professional athlete, that's something he should have been working on. So like when you see LeBron James, you can see, you can tell he's been working all season. You know what I'm talking about? Right. So that's something Giannis need, really need to be working on. There's no way he should be shooting air balls, free throws. Well, before we take a break, let me ask y'all this. What's the key to the Raptors winning game five? Uh, re- repeat your performance from game four because uh, they haven't been the best road team in this year's playoffs or, or, or ever. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be tough, but they need to play with the same intensity as they did in game three and four. Kevin, that, that series is going seven games. Um, they're not going to beat Milwaukee at home. Then they might go back to Toronto. They might win one. And then it's going to end it in Toronto, game seven. Well, only thing I can say is the best thing they did was putting the claw, Kawhi Leonard, on the Greek freak Giannis Antetokounmpo. Because that slowed him down. Game three, I mean, he only had, what, 12 points? Yeah. And 45 minutes. But he had 23 rebounds. And it went into double overtime. They faded down the stretch. Yeah. That's all it was. They were tired. So, before we go, one more thing. Key to a Bucks victory in game five. Uh, key to a... I think they they need more uh, production. They need more production besides um, Giannis and uh, Middleton. Um, yeah, they they need about a good three, four other players to step up. I but think they. My bad, go ahead, Junior. No, no, I thought you were finished. I'm sorry. How oh, you good? Go ahead. I just think, like you just said, that was the key. But it's all the other players. Like, well, game one went off. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's the guy's name? Is it from uh, Chicago? Is it Miritich? Yeah. Yep. I love his game when he on. He, he man, he be hitting them three. And what's the other guy's name? Is Lozia? Ilya Sova. Yeah, Him. Yeah, them guys are on in the hot, man. Malcolm Brogdon. And... Yeah. and Man, they their team is unstoppable, man. So it's like when they when the teams go home, that's when they got all the support and they just win. I don't know, it's been like that for years, but like I said, they're gonna win at home. Looking at who they have, I mean, I'm not sure what the deal is with Tony Snell. Why is he only getting three minutes? Because I'm not saying he would stop Kawhi, but Tony Snell's a great. Let me rephrase that because I'm, I'm a, a lot of people want to jump out of his skin. He's a good defensive guard. I would put him in front of Kawhi to slow Kawhi down just a little. But you got to use who you have. You have to go with a deep bench. Um, yeah. Tony Snell needs more playing time. Uh, George Hill has to give you more than five points at five yeah. rebounds. Yeah, I know. Brogdon has to give you more than four points. 
Um, Eric Bledsoe has to give you more than five. Brooke Lopez got to give me more than two rebounds. I mean, you're seven feet tall. You should fall into a rebound. Same thing with Miritich. You should give me more than one board. I mean, I understand you're, you're, you're a foreign player. You play on the outside, but I know you get dirty. You were a Chicago Bull. You know how to get dirty. Same thing with Tony mm-hmm. Snell, former Bull. You know how to get dirty. Let these That's kids right. get dirty, man. That's the only way you're going to win. Chris Middleton got to keep stepping up the way he does. He has done the last, what, two games? Because he regressed, yeah. I think it was the first game. He he, he really regressed. But no, it was it was a game, what's that, game three. He he only had nine and nine. But Chris Middleton got to keep, you know, if they shut Giannis down, Chris Middleton got to step up. You, you, you are alpha number two. You got to take control, brother. Get mm-hmm. it going. Well, let's step away for a minute, fellas. We're gonna come back with uh some more NBA. I mean, I, I mean, we just gonna step away from uh, uh the NBA playoffs and just step into the NBA in general. Talk a little bit about Magic Johnson. He was on first uh morning before last, I believe mm-hmm. it was, and he talked about his departure from the Lakers. Just want to hear what you guys have to say about that, and then we're gonna jump into some local things. And I want you guys to play Wizards owner. So when we come back, knock that out. See what you guys got up your sleeve. Because I, I I know y'all will make some great decisions. Because, I mean, y'all got basketball IQ and you guys are smart. So stay hang tight. Stay right there. Be right back. And just like that, we right back. Now, Magic Johnson said on first take about he talked about his departure from the Lakers. What's that been about a month or so? He talked about how before he took the job, he asked Jeannie would he have, you know, total control. She said yes. She he would work with Rob Palenka and they would work together to build a team. But it got to the point that Magic didn't have as much control as he thought. And, you know, he has his businesses and things. And Rob Palenka was saying things behind his back to people about Magic not being in the office enough and not working hard enough. And I'm like, me personally, I'm like, how can you ever say that Magic's not working hard? But I digress. And he was saying things about uh, – Magic's work performance and, you know, just a lot of things that shouldn't have been said. With that being said, fellas, uh, I'm not sure if you guys watched the interview, but what did you think? I think um, one thing Magic said, uh, he mentioned that uh, LeBron, he expressed his disappointment, not only in Magic quitting, but the way how he quit. Um, Magic said, you know, while he, he respects LeBron's opinion, you know, as a man, you have to do what makes you happy and, you know, what benefits your family, you know, yourself. I totally agree with that. Um, yeah, the way how he quit was funky. I mean, he quit on national TV. Um, but uh, I don't, for the most part, I don't have a problem with, um, you know, him, like, quitting, 
you know, it, it became toxic. And you know, so, you know, he had to get up out of there. You, you know something? Um, I, I, I got to partially disagree with you because I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think he quit. No, he announced his resignation. Mm-hmm. You know, the, all the cameras were there and everything. He did a, he did an interview afterwards. But I, in my opinion, once he took this job, Rob Palenka shouldn't have been there. It shouldn't have been no person in between him and Jeannie. Right, you're right. It shouldn't have been no middleman, no nothing, and. The simple fact that Rob Palenka, I want to call him something, but this is a family show, so I'll leave it be. But that was a coward move for you to go behind a man's back. And as a man, how can you look yourself in the mirror? You going behind another man's back, spouting false lies. Because you don't feel that they're doing the work that you think that they be, should be doing. But, dude, if that was the case um, – you could have stepped up and said, hey, this is what I think we should be doing. And, you know, y'all supposed to work arm in arm, hand in hand. And I, I, I'm i not going to say that it's not Magic's fault because, I mean, he stepped down because it was a lot of backstabbing going on. He was being stabbed in his back by somebody he considered family. And the simple fact that Jeannie agreed with this, and he, she listened to mm-hmm. what Rob Lincoln was saying, that hurts me, man. Yeah. Yeah, they 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 didn't give Magic the proper respect due, and then that GM, like, no one wants to do business with him. They they were they would have rather done business with Magic instead of him. So exactly. Hey, yo, D, I'm glad to hear you say that. I don't know how y'all feel about this, man. Man, don't you know? I almost feel like they had to fire Rob Palinka. And get Magic back. Magic Johnson is a household name. Who is Rob Palenka? Did y'all know that Rob Palenka was on the Fab Five Michigan basketball team with Jalen Rose? Oh, wow, really? See, nobody don't know who Rob Palenka is, but he was on that squad. But he rode the bench. That's crazy. You're absolutely right. Who he was a point is- guard. Who is Rob Palenka? I will fire his beep beep and get Maddie Johnson back. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Fab Five, shout out to uh, sorry for the segue, y'all, but shout out to Jawan Howard, uh, hired as uh. Oh, he did get hired. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes, sir. Congratulations. First class hire. Yeah, definitely. Much congratulations to Jawan Howard. Wow. Went from a superstar here in Washington to a role player everywhere else. Won two rings with Miami. Became an assistant coach while still a player. Yeah. And then went on to get a, his first head coaching gig. But, you know, his name was mentioned in a, quite a few uh, NBA jobs, too. Man, I'm so mistaken. happy for him, man. Much love. Shout out to Juwan Howard, man. I'm happy for him on that. Yes, if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, his name was even in the hat for uh, the Lakers job before they hired Frank Vogel. 
Mm-hmm. So, but I agree with you, Junie. Who is Rob Palenka? I mean, you you come in and you're talking trash about Magic, but uh, if I'm not mistaken, <clears throat> you've been a an agent. You know, you've been a sports agent for quite some time. But as far as uh, GM roles, you've only been an executive for one year. Magic has been an executive in some sort of capacity and had his hand in dealings for quite some time since his second retirement in 96. So for Rob Palenka to – I think that was a, a bad hire because, I mean, when you hire former agents – it doesn't really work out too well. I mean, that's just my opinion. Hey, Kev, I just feel like Magic just has so much on his plate. And if I'm not mistaken, you said something about not being in the office enough. It just seemed like you get more work done in the line that they do, not in the office. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, he still got some time with the L.A. Dodgers, don't he? If I'm not mistaken, he's part owner of the L.A. Dodgers. Right. I mean, he yeah. got a lot on his plate. So for somebody to be whining about, uh, he's not in the office, man, I just, God, man. But I would Magic love to asked, have Magic on my team in my office. Yeah. He he asked the question before he took the job, will I have to give up my businesses? And she told him no. And, you know, wow. he was like, that's, that's fun. He said, that's fun to me. Running my business is fun. That's where I make my money at. And we know Magic is a marketing guru. I mean, he owns Starbucks. He sold off all his movie theaters, I heard, and made even more money than uh, from selling them because they were worth so much. Yeah, wow. He sold them to AMC, right? I believe he did. Right. So he made even more money off of that. Then not, not to mention owning the Dodgers. All he's doing is just, Magic is, is a money machine. Yes, sir. I mean... So, and but like you say, he's a household name. If I know I want to make a trade or I'm an agent and I need to go talk to a GM about one of my players that plays the Lakers, I get to pick up the phone and talk to Magic Johnson. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's going to make the deal any sweeter, but I got it's a respect there. I'm not going to try no underhanded, sneaky move. I'm going to make everything on the up and up. Magic, this is what I'm looking for. Can you match this? Can you do this? If he can't, okay. I mean, you got to count off. We can sweep. You, you can sit there and you can talk to Magic. I don't. Rob Palenka just like he an a hole. That's what he comes off to me. Anytime you got to throw another man in the bus to make yourself look good, I'm gonna say a hole, but I really want to say the b word because that's what you are. No doubt. So, I mean, <sighs> I. I know I sound a little angry. I'm, I'm, I'm yelling. Let me calm myself down. But when you start talking about Magic, I get a little defensive. I'm a huge Magic Johnson fan. And in my eyes, Magic can't do no wrong. So, And I don't feel he was wrong in this situation at all. But let's come home. Now, the Washington Wizards are looking for a GM. Uh, they wanted Tim Connolly, but something went wrong. They offered him no lavish incentive. Uh, nothing. They didn't offer him no money, no years, no nothing. They was just like, you got the job if you want it. 
I don't know what Ted Leonsis is doing, <laughs> but it doesn't make a bit of sense. I want you guys to take over the role of Ted Leonsis. You have your choice of any GM that you want right now. Who would you go and get? Dang. Uh, AGM. Um, shoot, I would. Damn, I would say Magic Johnson, but that's who I'm about to say. Yeah, I, I would say Magic. Um, but uh, I guess I, I'll 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 take a step back on uh, having Magic as my GM. And uh, I'll probably go with uh, John Paxson. I'm going to tell you straight up, you can have John Paxson. You can have Golf Foreman, too, if you want. <laughs> Shoot, you can have both of them. What about y'all? Who y'all going with? Well, Junie said he going with Magic. But if I can't have I, – I, I agree with Magic, too. But if I can't have Magic mm-hmm. – I'm going to be honest with you. Brian, you know, BJ says no. He says, nope, we got to get away from that. But I would go after Danny Ferry. Oh, yeah. Damn, I thought about Danny Ferry. I should have said that. And, you know, for me, not only is it a a link to homegrown talent. I mean, he's from here. He went to DeMatha. Uh, His dad was also the GM of the – Washington Bullets that won the NBA championship. Hey, let's back up a little bit. Now, only thing about Danny Ferry is, if I'm not mistaken, he was um, traded to the Washington Bullets or Wizards at one time, and he wanted to opt out of that contract, and he did not want to come to Washington. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. I'm not too sure about that, but I mean, he he probably did. He did not want to play in Washington, and he wanted to go to another team. He was traded to to Washington, but did not want to play. So, no, I would not hire him as my GM. You can have him. I think for me, I'll probably probably – High on magic. Oh, I want to see something else. Go out and get a, a former bullet slash wizard. O- only problem with that, if you, it depends, you go, you would have to make the, you have to do your homework. Make sure they have the acumen, the IQ, and the business knowledge to get it done. Because you did that once before with, uh, a Washington bullet great in West Unsell. And you didn't make the playoffs at all. He came down as coach and then he took over as GM and you made the playoffs. You really didn't make the playoffs until Bernie Bickerstaff got here. Okay, so, I stick with magic. <laughs> and, and it all depends on who. <laughs> but to be Quite honest, what you said, Delonte. Now, me, I'm I'm fed up with John Paxson because when it was John Paxson by himself, we had Tom Thibodeau, 
we had Derrick Rose. We had Lou all day. We had the baby bulls off and running. I mean, he he put together a roster that was perfect for the East because we 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 outran everybody. We played great defense. Long as we held you underneath eighty four points, we knew we would win. But when it came to playing Miami in the conference finals or Miami in in the playoffs, we always had to battle. Not only Miami, we had to battle the referees too. So everybody is saying, yeah, "Yeah, I'm saying it," and I've sa- I've been saying it <laughs> since they put that team together. Now there's no way in four he double hockey sticks that the Bulls could run away, have the best record in the league, number one in the Eastern Conference, number one in the league. We get all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals with a healthy Derrick Rose, and we're playing ball. But every time Keith Bogans, uh, Ronnie Brewer, Rip Hamilton, it didn't matter who it was, deed up Dwayne Wade. If he stopped him the first time, he's going to stop him again. It was a foul. I mean, I seen the refs swallow their whistle. I seen Lou Aldang get murdered. I seen Carlo Boozer get murdered. Joe Kim Noah get hacked by Chris Bosch like it's nothing. No call. But Miami got every call down the stretch, especially if it was a tight game. Miami got every call, every single call. So you can call me bitter. You can call, you know, say I got revisionist history. You can call me a hater. I don't care what you call me. I know what truth is truth. We had to battle. We had to play eight on five. We had to battle the five that was on the floor for Miami, the three referees. Hey, Kevin. Yes, sir. You need a hug. I'm st- I'm still <laughs> I'm still torn about that man because two years in a row those 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 were our years we could have beat the Spurs we could have beat the Spurs but it's okay it's all right we could even beat Dallas but it's okay you're not talking about Tim Duncan Spurs are you yes we would have beat them no mm, sir no that's another story though no no I'm gonna tell you why we would have beat them let Tim Duncan do all the scoring. So shut everybody else down. Let Timmy score. He's not gonna score 100 points by himself. Is that the same Spurs with Ginobili and uh, yep. Tony? And Tony. But see, I got. Tony, huh? But see, the thing is, for Ginobili and Parker, I had defensive guards for them. Okay. We had. Yeah, we didn't have defensive guards. Yeah. But who was gonna stop a healthy Derrick Rose? This is pre knee injury. Who was gonna stop? Him? Yeah, that's yeah. He'll blow past. Uh, Tony, and they didn't have a oh, big no. man. They didn't have a big man. That I mean, they had a uh, uh, Tiago Splitter. Joe would have killed him on a block, and Joe was smaller than him. Joe would have bullied him. Joe, Joe came Noah would have bullied Tiago Splitter. What? Joe would have bullied him on the block. <sighs> all you would uh, all night long. Him and Carlos Boot. Oh, yes, hold that. That's it. Hold that. Every jumper. Hold that. Lord have mercy. Where is Joe Kim Noah now? Uh, he got paid from the Knicks, so he, he's sitting pretty right now. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. He is sitting well, pretty. I'm going to tell you what Joe Kim Noah is. I, I, I'm, I'm glad that was your answer because you don't even know it yet. When I was when I went to the game this year to see the Wizards play, he played for the Sacramento Kings. Uh, well, he with the Memphis Grizzlies now. 
Wow. See? <laughs> that that that's the answer right there. There's no way in the world he would beat no uh Spurs. This is a long time ago. This is another another lifetime, another year ago. It's okay though. All right. But now long as you got John Paxson by himself, I think he could put together a good roster. But yeah, that's just my choice. Don't bring nobody. See, it's like when you got two people running the show. Like in Chicago, we got John Paxson, Golf Foreman. It's a train wreck. It's a dumpster fire. What you got in LA, it turned into a train wreck, a dumpster fire. Long as you don't have two people in control, it need to be one person in control. No middleman between you and the coach. No middleman between you and the owner. That's it. You have to have a hands-off owner. Okay, do what you got to do. Just go win. That's it. As an owner, I mean, you're going to have your two cents. You're going to want to be involved. But when it comes to final decisions, that's what I pay you for. If Junie, you're the coach. Delonte, you're you're the uh, GM. And, you know, y'all making decisions on what players to get. I just want to sit in the room and just see the process. That's it. I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to make no predictions on who you should pick. And oh, I heard this about that guy. No, 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 no. That's y'all department. This is what y'all get paid for. Y'all do y'all job. I just want to watch. I don't. Too many sports teams owners want to be Jerry Jones so bad. Right. And when you start trying to be Jerry, you mess it up the same way he did. Jerry Jones had a coach that won him two Super Bowls. He wanted to be, he got tired of Jimmy Johnson getting all the credit. So he wanted to interject himself in it. He fired Jimmy, hired Barry Switzer. They won another Super Bowl with Jimmy's guys, but haven't done anything since. So since the 1995 season, the Cowboys haven't done anything because Jerry Jones does not know how to take his hands off the product and let somebody else do what, they, what they're they paid to do. Stop doing that. That's the same thing. I mean, Taylor Leons is the most hands-off owner. The same way he treats the Washington Capitals, how he got to start treating the Washington Wizards. Let them do their job. And if he can land Magic Johnson, that would be great. But let Magic do his job. And any fine that Magic occurs for – saying something in the media about a player that he likes or he thinks that they're good, he gets a $100,000 fine, pay the damn thing. What else we got, fellas? Uh, I think, well, that was it. Well, that was it. Yeah, that was it. Well, we got to come back tomorrow for the Thursday night throwdown. Uh, you know, we got Bucks Raptors tomorrow at what eight thirty, I believe. Make sure I'm right. Yep, tomorrow night eight thirty. Bucks Raptors in Milwaukee. Uh, before we go, any predictions on that one, fellas? Uh, Bucks. It'll be close, but I got the Bucks pulling it up. Bucks at home, baby. Bucks at home. Hey, make it three for three. Bucks at home. So, with that being said, uh. Thank you all for listening to Delonte and Junie be intelligent. Me ramble on. 
It is greatly appreciated. And thank you, fellas, for listening to me ramble. No doubt. No doubt. You needed a shoulder to the crown. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I will tell you this. You guys are always there when I need when I tell you that. <laughs> oh, man. Well, for Big Jim, BJ, both on special assignment, Delonte, Junie, once again, thank you, fellas. We the sideline junkies. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here. Peace. Tony to Chicago PD. This has been another Sideline Junkies production, sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show ID, you can always email the fellas, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. Junkies out.